Right, hello folks. This is part 3A of um, the Fastest Fat Loss series. And um, I'm gonna give you another midweek update and then probably tag this onto the next video for make a, a double parter. So I did say that I was gonna talk about exercise today, but I don't think I'm gonna get around to having time to talk about that because a couple of other things have come up that I want to talk about, which were more relevant this week. And that'll give you more of a blow by blow account of actually what's going on. So I figured that'd be more interesting. So I, one thing I want to talk about doubling down when your motivation is low and when you want to go off plan. Okay. Doubling down. And this is a technique that I've used over the years to reinforce good habits so large let's just put um, an outline on this a large part of changing yourself for life is retraining yourself into habits which make the process easier so you don't want to constantly be fighting i think every diet you know guru agrees on that you don't want to constantly be fighting and having to listen to motivation every morning and just constantly be in a state of just battle against your fitness regime you want it to come naturally really like um you know you see the rock for example um he'll do two training sessions before he starts work um now i mean i'm sure it's still hard work but he's got that routine down ingrained now so it it helps it's i guess it's less of a choice and more just something that he does and for most people, like for most regular people, just going to the gym is a positive habit that they do without really thinking about it. Certainly for most meatheads, unless it's your first year or two, and then you might still have to get yourself going for the gym, persuade yourself to go to the gym, all that stuff. But you know, ultimately, it's good for you. You know that you're following your routine. And the more you do it, the more ingrained it becomes, and the more you love doing it. And then when you hopefully the idea is after a while it just becomes part of your part of your routine and it's the same with eating if you're used to eating lots of just takeout and just crap which you know is not great for you and then you slowly start to condition yourself to eating less processed foods more single ingredients foods stuff you make yourself it might still be a pain in the butt and there are ways to make the process easier but the more you do it, the more it becomes natural. And that's really part of what this strategy helps with. So on the days where I feel the least motivated, where I feel the least wanting to stick to my plan, stick to my way of eating. I mean, bear in mind, I've been doing this now for a while, but we all have days, don't we, where we wake up and go, ugh, can't be bothered with this. Um, and we can explore why that happens. Um, perhaps it's psychological reasons perhaps there's subtle stresses in life and i have been a bit more stressy this week so perhaps part of it that's part of it but anyway that's not really that important on the days where i feel like i just want to go off plan on those days i aim to double down more because i know that if i'm continuously trying to train myself out of habits into new good ones and i've done a pretty good job of that i mean i've been following these habits very well for for a while now you know of course um, but everyone has those days where they don't want to do anything and what i try and do is particularly and normally like i'll just 
yeah, be like, fine, you know? Normally I can, I'm happy to, happy to have a bit of flexibility. I'm not uh, opposed to that, depending on what day it is, you know? But if I want a bit of flexibility and I really can't do anything without it, then yeah, sure, I'll do that. But right now, as you guys know, we're in the middle of a diet phase. So it would make me happier to just stick to my plan. So on these days, I double down more. It's on these days where I really, really focus in on what I'm doing and I make more of an effort to be even stricter and perhaps to give myself even more of a challenge on that day. So Monday was one of these days. Today is Wednesday of week three, I think. Yes, something like that. Um, and Monday was a day where I didn't, I woke up not feeling so motivated to follow my plan. Had a bit of stress on the weekend, not been sleeping very well. And so I woke up Monday lying in bed before I was getting up and I thought, oh, I really don't feel, I felt like a bit of comfort, you know, that's what it was. I felt like a bit of comfort. And then it took me all of about five minutes to kind of snap out of it. And I decided to double down on it further. So Monday, I actually fasted till about three in the afternoon just to sort of reinforce this idea. And some of you who are listening to this might be just horrified <laughs> at that and think it's unhealthy. But um, I think it can go both ways. I mean, if you're doing that to punish yourself and it feels crappy, then that's probably a bad thing. Well, I'll say it's definitely a bad thing. But if you're doing that with the understanding that you are reinforcing positive habits which you've built up over a lifetime and you, or rather trying to retrain yourself away from bad habits then I think there's a different slant on it I don't automatically think being strict and disciplined with yourself equals punishment so it doesn't automatically equal a bad relationship with food I think these things are quite nuanced and ultimately it's how you interpret those events so for those of you sat home going oh my god Faz is going to get an eating disorder no I'm, I'm, I'm good I'm good but um, it is about retraining yourself away from bad habits. See, I know that on that Monday morning, that was that inner fat kid who's basically been calling the shots for the first 30 years of my life. <laughs> now, he, for the next 30 years of my life, he needs to just chill. It's, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll be fed once the diet's over. But uh, essentially, that's what it's about. It's, it's about retraining yourself away from bad habits. So that's a trick that I use is to double down on those days where I feel the least motivated, particularly when I'm on a time limit like this and I'm on a cut. And perhaps this weekend I'll be a bit more free and easy. I don't know. We'll see. But um, that was the general idea. And um, I've used this technique over the years to drill in my head um, better habits and to move away from bad habits. Because ultimately, it's a lot like... See, I used to be a school teacher, and it's a lot like um, going into a class and laying um, boundaries. So you go into a class and you lay down sort of boundaries of behavior and discipline. And so if you lay those down, often what you find is the students respond very well. Like they know where they are, you know, in life. They know where they are in the classroom. There's not this sort of stress where they feel like they don't know what the boundaries are. They don't know what to do. Uh, people at the back of the class shouting and screaming and sh throwing around pieces of paper. And it makes some students very nervous. Um, in fact, I'll talk about that just for a second, just to go off on a bit of a tangent. Um, one of my first teaching classes years ago, like however long it's been, 15 years ago, um, I was taking over for, uh, from, a, from another teacher down south. 
and it was an eight-week placement. And uh, there was this one class which was particularly rowdy. So I went in and I, the teacher was fairly slack. And so I went in and I really dug down the discipline. It's just the way I was right from the beginning. Not in a mean way, not shouty or anything like that. Just picked up on any sort of misbehaviors right from the beginning. And there was finally order in the classroom. So I went in and it was just a mess. The teacher had just given up. And um, so anyway, I went in and really, you know, applied some good discipline. Now, over the course of the eight weeks, things went well, they progressed, all that kind of stuff. And on the last session, I, uh, at the time, I, I wasn't really, I didn't really tell them that, look, I'm leaving in eight weeks. I just said, look, I'm your teacher for a while now. And then on the eighth week, when I went to the classroom, right at the end, the last five minutes, I said, okay, guys, that was actually my last lesson. I'm off. And um, one kid stayed behind and he was crying. And I thought it was odd. I thought, why? I'm, I'm generally not, at least back then, I generally didn't think I was the type of teacher who students would miss, you know, because of the um, discipline. I didn't really realize at the time that a lot of that's what a lot of them want. And he said, yeah, when, before you arrived, um, a lot of the students would kick my chair and throw bits of paper at me. And then that stopped when you were here. And then when you go away, that's all going to happen again. And he was crying, um, which is really sad. But I it impressed upon me from an early age that students typically like discipline and boundaries. Now, going back to what I was talking about, in the same way, if you're strict with yourself, if you set boundaries with yourself, you actually make life easier. You make life, life less stressful. You reduce those bad habits. You reduce those cravings. You reduce a lot of poor nutritional tendencies by retraining yourself to good tendencies. The idea being, of course, that if you can do things, as I was saying originally, um, without any effort, if it's, not, if it's no longer a choice to have your prepped meals, if it's just something you do, just like walking, talking, breathing, brushing your teeth in the morning, then it becomes less of a choice you have to make and it becomes just something you do on autopilot. And ultimately, that's the goal for dieting. That's the goal for living a, a healthy lifestyle, quote unquote, healthy lifestyle. It's ingraining into you those positive habits and making sure you're moving towards us at every point. And so particularly when it comes to um, a cut like this, if I start to see me wanting on, I have a moment of weakness and I, I want to go back to my old habits, I double down because I, particularly at this time, I don't want my brain to form those connections of saying, let's go back to our old ways because every step back is then a step which reinforces my old habits, which I want to move away from. And so to, when you understand that, it becomes a lot easier to say no and double down. So that's what I did. I doubled down. And I think it's a strategy that you should consider. It's not something I feel everyone has to do. Um, you have to view it quite pragmatically as well. Like if, it's go if that's going to set off an eating disorder for you, then or eating disordered eating tendencies, then of course, don't do it. But if it's not, and you understand what you're trying to do, and perhaps you're in a position that I am, that you've had bad habits for a large majority of your life, you're looking to retrain yourself, then it's perhaps something which you could consider is to double down, you know. Okay, now, the next thing I want to talk about was how, again, in extension of this week being quite difficult for me, so this week continued to be difficult. It, I wasn't sleeping very well. It was a bit of a stressy week in general um, for various reasons. Um, and so what has really helped 
is the regularity of schedule and regularity, uh, which includes meals and gym. So I've got a pretty good schedule right now that I'm working till about, well, depending on the day, about 12 to one-ish, solidly working till about 12 to one-ish. Then I break, and on my lunch break, I go to the gym. I'll probably spend about an hour and a half to two hours total where I'll walk to the gym, train, walk back, and then I'll carry on working and I'll work for the rest of the afternoon. So I'm in a pretty good routine there. And the meals that I have will typically be similar meals. It'll usually be a lot of vegetables. So about three to 400 grams of veg. I don't weigh them out anymore. I just pour some out. Three to 400 grams of veg. Um, alongside that, a portion of meat. Um, maybe a large portion of meat or a medium-sized portion of meat with some legumes. Either way, just something like that. But um, veg and a lot of protein, essentially. Um, and that's that. And alongside that, in the morning, I'll have a couple of liters of water. I'll have some tea. In the afternoon, I'll come back. I'll chill for a while. I probably won't eat straight away. I might eat more like three, four, five o'clock. And then I'll have a meal before bed, which is a much lighter meal, a couple of scoops away with some fruit and some cacao nibs. Um, so that's three feedings of quite a lot of protein per feeding, a lot of vegetables. So you're looking in the region of 800 grams or so of fruits and vegetables, um, decent amount of protein. Um, I also prefer fattier cuts of meat that keeps me fuller for longer. So all of that combined, I know what I'm eating. I know when I'm eating. I know what I'm training. I know when I'm training. So on my weeks where I'm like this, that regularity helps. Now we talk about this so much that it turns into a bit of a soundbite. This idea that motivation is rubbish, discipline is everything. Like you've heard that, right? You've heard, if you've listened to any of my stuff, you've heard me talk about that. And we say it so much, it becomes a bit of a cliche. So like, yeah, motivation's crap, discipline's everything. And then you've got, of course, all of your meathead, airhead PTs talking about how motivation is everything. <laughs> Jeez, so wrong. Um, imagine, imagine if motivation was everything. Imagine living every day of your life so supercharged <laughs> like watching motivational videos. God, you'd be exhausted, wouldn't you? But that's apparently how a lot of these guys live, which is no wonder how why a lot of them burn out in the end because you can't rely on that. So going back to what I was saying, on weeks like this where my motivation isn't particularly high, I can fall back on that discipline. I can fall back on that routine. And that's why it works. Ultimately, that's why motivation is crap. And that was just reinforced to me this week. My motivation was not high this week. And you know what? That's okay. Like, I'm sure this happens to you guys as well. Sometimes motivation isn't that great. And you fall into this habit. Well, you fall into um, sort of a, you want to fall back into your, your habits. You don't want to have to pick yourself up at that point because that's what happens to far too many people. They hire these really crap PTs where it's no education no discipline. It's all just high fives and ass slaps for an hour every week. And yeah, bro, whoa, bro, looking great, bro, for like an hour a week. And then that's it. So as soon as you're, you have one of those days or one of those weeks like I'm having, you're stuck because your motivation is down and you're dead in the water. It just doesn't work. And we all go through those periods, but you look at the Instagrams of these PTs 
And that's all you see is just motivational quotes, memes, really high power sort of pictures of them doing slam balls and burpees and all kinds of stupid shit like that, which is so pointless. And it's so counterproductive because all it does is it helps their client in the moment and they don't understand that that's the reason why that client has been going up and down in body weight for so long and they don't understand why why their membership never actually gets into shape and stays in shape they don't understand all that because they don't know because they're just airhead stupid pts and it frustrates me because you have so many people out there who are unhappy with their physiques, unhappy with their bodies through a lack of direction or being misdirected to the wrong things. Get motivated, do reps of things. Like I, there was a local PT years ago who, get this, this is absolutely ridiculous. This was the basis of his training. He would have everyone doing, get this, 100 reps per exercise. Why? Because 100 reps equals 100%, apparently. Yeah. Like, what the actual fuck? Seriously, it makes no sense. But that was his, like, way of motivating people. Hey, you, gave, you did 100 reps, you gave 100%. Literally makes, makes no difference to anything. Makes no sense in regards to building muscle, cardio, nothing. Just pointless. Absolutely 100% <laughs> pointless. Um, yeah, and it, it, it does frustrate me because there are real people i've had people come to me and they've they've got really poor relationships with their own bodies really bad relationships with food because of stuff like that and yeah i can laugh and joke a bit about the 100 rep thing but what i'm talking about is a very serious point like there are people out there who are not happy with their bodies because of airhead pts like that who are just shit and they misdirect their clients because they don't know anything because the industry is so unregulated. So what I try and do and what I think you should be doing if you're listening to this podcast is focus on your education, focus on the education to ensure that you're putting into place the habits which actually are going to more likely lead to long-term success things such as higher vegetable intakes every meal things such as focusing on protein things such as focusing on a hard resistance training program rather than doing a mishmash of cardio classes which are really going to get you nowhere not that they're terrible like if you enjoy doing them go for it but i'd rather somebody hit some heavy weights um, and yes women as well so focus on the stuff that actually is going to help you long term which is evidence-based and focus on building good habits so that when life does go to shit when life throws you a curveball you just go into autopilot but your autopilot is good your autopilot is not destructive your autopilot is not you just reverting back to being a 14 year old teenager who's just on a self-destructive path and doesn't really know how to eat and is just in a strop that should not be you now at 35. So don't rely on motivation. Um, actually build some good habits. Right. Yeah, that's what I wanted to cover today. Um, I may release this as its own, or I'll play it back and I might release it as um, the first part of a second 
of a large two-part we shall see i think potentially i i release it on its own because i think the message is important enough that people receive it because i think this was quite an important message for people to hear for some people to hear other people will be nodding their head and going yes i agree some people will be like oh okay wow he's given me something to think about i hope so anyway and if i have let me know like you know publicly like don't text me if you have my number um or dm me on instagram like let me know write a review five star by the way i'm not interested in any others write a five star review put it in the comments on youtube put it onto instagram let me know um what you think and yeah like share and subscribe and share, share it if you if you like it and if you think it's a message which other people need to hear because i think it is that's why i do these um that's why i do these things all right folks i'm going to call it there have a good day I'll speak to you soon <laughs>